Yeah. Um, I guess speaking of farewell, uh, fair weather fans, maybe let's talk about the Clippers for a second. So the Clippers, uh, another team like maybe similar to the Brooklyn Nets, like just based on their location, like do they even have much of a genuine fan base, um, or is it just kind of like fans of the sports who happen to live in that city? I don't really have a definite answer for that, but um, what I do know is that the Clippers played the Houston Rockets in a big game. Um, a couple days ago, Kawhi Leonard uh, finished that off by hitting the most Kawhi Leonard game winner of all time. <laughs> a little pull up from the elbow that was incredibly anticlimactic, but climactic for the game nonetheless uh, with the win. Um, little uh, pick up dribble hesitation and a rise on top uh, to finish that one off. But um, I think what was most interesting about this game was uh, Los Angeles Clippers' decision to unveil brand new court and a brand new uniform. Um, they're kind of going with this. They're dropping the Clippers' name entirely from their home uniforms, which is something we haven't seen um, a lot recently. Um, the Los Angeles, the kind of like gothic, uh, you know, um, fonts, um, a little bit aggressive in some ways, and then the black court um, with the uh, map of Los Angeles on the sidelines. Um, so, based on this kind of new era, in many ways for Clippers basketball, past you know um, the Donald Sterling days, past the Lob City days, this new. Kawhi and PG era that's kind of going to kind of be the cornerstone of this franchise, maybe for the next five to ten years. What type of insights do you think um, are behind this kind of rebranding, and where do you see kind of the Clippers as a market and as a fan base moves forward from here? So I think the Clippers have had two well-known fans over the years that I know. Bill Simmons, right, the sort of Boston transplant, started rooting for the Clippers because he couldn't root for the Lakers because of his Celtics fandom. And then Billy Crystal, I don't know why, but he was always at games. Um, maybe just because he could get them for cheap. Um, I, I think what this does is interesting that I, it's not sort of this attempt perhaps to take over Los Angeles, but exists equally as much as possible with the Lakers. Um, so it's not like their town, but it becomes sort of like this co-branding opportunity where Staples Center, you know, since it opened, has been associated with the Lakers. The Clippers are just there. So they're trying to say this, we're sort of this Los Angeles team. Um, but I, I don't know how successful it will be. I mean, they had, like, Blake Griffin. It was a really exciting team yeah, for a while, team. and that sort of went nowhere. Um, I think it's interesting, too, that Kawhi and PG are not the most, like, media-friendly personalities, right? They're not LeBron. They're not even Anthony Davis in terms of just sort of being all that dynamic on camera. They're phenomenal basketball players. So I think it's this interesting sort of attempt to associate particularly with that city um, and that city's history but it's interesting that both those guys are from L.A. Yeah. Right? And I think that perhaps is the most interesting move. Yeah. Obviously, you get the two best guys that are available to you or, or that are unavailable that you can talk. Right. The, no, that's fair. The thunder into giving you. Um, <laughs> but you rebrand yourself. We were talking about that logo. That reminds me a little bit of, like, sort of lowrider stuff, right? So you have this channeling of sort of Chicano L.A., the other L.A., that's out there. You have two guys who are from LA who are your cornerstones. There's a there's something about locality where yeah. where the where Los Angeles where the Lakers are Hollywood and, and it's Hollywood draws people from it used to be from around the country, now it's from around the world who wanna make it big and then you've got It's Jack Nicholson. That's yeah, exactly, the that's the Lakers right? fan, yeah. And you've got, you know, a guy from Cleveland, where's A D actually from? I think of him as Kentucky, but he didn't grow up there. I don't know. Uh, Chicago, okay. right? Yeah, so you've got right. guys from out of town who are coming in to make it big in L.A. to play under the spotlight, whereas the Clippers, I think, are playing up the fact that their all-stars are local guys. Yeah. 
I think about why LeBron went to the Lakers, right? Mm -hmm. It was literally to sort of work in the film and television yeah. industry. He went there for Hollywood specifically. Yeah. So that the Lakers sort of brand is set in this regard, where the Clippers, I think you're right, sort of speaking to audiences that the Lakers have never spoken to directly or been all that directly interested in the same way. I think that's a really good point. Yeah, and you did bring up the idea that that font remind, reminds you a lot of Oakland. Yeah, like I Raiders, thought of the Raiders. Right? And now that the Raiders are leaving, and the Raiders are the most California team yeah. ever. Well, the L.A. Raiders, right? right? The old yeah. L.A. Raiders, man. Yep. And, and that they're sort of the rough and tumble working class, we didn't move here, we were born here yeah. kind of thing, right? And so I think there's something to be said for channeling that sort of like that homegrown. We didn't come here for the glitz and glamour. We were born here, we're from here, this is where we play. And because we're from here, you know, that the, the disconnect between those who are from here and those who are not, same thing you yeah. get in New York, then you channel the different kind of Los Angeles. And think about sort of the Raiders logo in the 80s was sort of like the sports logo that everybody had to wear. And this comes out of sort of like gangster rap, yeah. right? Like NWA, where you have like Ice Cube and Eazy e all these guys from Los Angeles. Silver wear, black, man. Exactly. So they were sort of wearing this stuff. So that's why I immediately thought of sort of the Clippers logo. And they've always been like blue and red for some reason. Yeah. So to really go completely the opposite direction, I think it brings up lowrider culture for me, the Raiders, yeah. all this sort of stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of brilliant. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. They, they know exactly what they're doing. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Do. they know exactly what they're doing. This says to me, like, we're lost, like we are Los Angeles, right. like why the Lakers obviously have this rarefied air, this kind of glory facade around everything they do. We're not do. Beverly Hills in Hollywood. Yeah. We are actually sort of Los Angeles, mm -hmm. yeah. the city itself. Yeah. Here's the map on the court. Like, this is, this is where we're from. Um, and, you know, we're going to give it to you on the court in the same way. We're going to play rough and rowdy basketball. We're going to dive on the floor for loose balls. Patrick Beverly is going to be in your face for 42 <laughs> minutes throughout the yes. entire game. So, uh, there is you know, one thing they're to doing know, something the right subway here. Map. Yeah. L.A. has this really complicated history with the subway, and it's not like New York City where everyone uses the subway, in part because of places like Beverly Hills, which wouldn't let the subway go through it. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they do sort of bring this, like, you hear L.A. and Subway, everyone's like, is this a joke? But the city of Los Angeles does have the Subway. Mm -hmm. It's sort of these other surrounding communities, the richer communities, which don't have it. So it does sort of reinforce, again, the distinction between us and them, where the Lakers are them with Beverly Hills and Hollywood and Los Angeles is sort of a very different type of city here. And I, I think this is a great start for the turnaround of the, of the franchise, but the bigger question here is, will there be an entire shedding of the Clippers' name? I know that this team is bound to have its own stadium in a couple years just by the very nature of who's on their roster now and the type of interest they're drawing. And, you know, like, think about what a Clipper is itself, right? That's like a part of the ship. Like that comes who, from San Diego because yeah, yeah. they were San Diego Clippers. And yeah. who, who has the money to own the ship? Rich, white, old white mm -hmm. dudes like Donald Sterling who used to own the team. Oh, so. And Steve Ballmer. Yeah, of yeah, course, Steve and Steve Ballmer. Ballmer. I mean, I, I don't at least know. he's fun. At least he's fun. Although, he loves yeah. the game. Clearly, yeah. he loves the game. So that's a, that's a big positive. I don't know how often you see teams change names though nowadays. I can't think of the last time that really occurred. Well, the Browns became the Ravens. Okay, yeah, that's true. Although they move um, cities, though. Right. So that one's, but that still took place a, a long time ago. The Devil Rays became the Rays. The Rays, okay. <laughs> which, is, which is a worse name by It's far. terrible. The Devil Rays were so much cooler yeah. than the Rays. So now Devil is up for grabs. Like the Devil Brewers. I totally do that. Yes, yes. Um, but I, I don't know about changing the actual name. I can't think of an example where that happened recently. I, I know Hawaii changed their name from the Fighting Rainbows to the Warriors. 
which is a real shame. Mm -hmm. um, but I can't think of other examples. So that might be yeah. too far in terms of branding. I think what this sets this situation particularly apart is the toxicity around the Clippers name, that association with just eternal losing and also like racism at this point. So um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Justin Patch? Like maybe it's not a practical reality that they'll ever change the name, but do you think they should? <sighs> That's hard, man. Because you know, if somebody, it's one of those things. Like I, I like. I'm, well, not, not that I, I'm attached to the idea of a Clipper, but I like team histories, yeah. and I like the fact that like you can have multi generations that were basically a fan of the same team. Right, and that to me is significant because so much of um, family bonding happens around athletics, yeah. right? So it's important that you have the same team. But but then again, if somebody suggested like the most awesome mascot to me, I might be like, oh, you should change that tomorrow. Well, can I give two sort of counterpoints? One is the Lakers, right? Why do they have the name the Lakers? Minnesota. Minnesota, and then the Utah Jazz. I'll just leave yeah, that New one. Orleans. <laughs> so I, I think they sort of keep the names and, you know, and NBA teams have actually moved around quite a bit over the years, mm -hmm. and they've typically kept all the names, regardless of cities. Yeah, I kind of liked when St. Louis was Cardinals all the way down. Yeah. You know, I, I sort of, I like that, where all of the teams in that same location all have the same mascot. Yeah. I, it's almost like college, right? Well, so New York Giants. And yeah. Or the same colors, too, just the having a, a city that has its identity yeah. that spreads to all its sports teams simultaneously. Although yeah. the Cardinals are in Chicago, mm -hmm. so it does make it kind of dumber. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't I was going to say less logical, but I don't even know if it rises to yeah. that level. I sort of like the old ABA St. Louis team was the yeah. spirit of St. Louis, yeah, which I thought... I mean, by the way, one of the best 30 for 30s yeah. by far. But I thought that was so perfect. Yeah. Right? Well, but, but you could make the same argument about the Celtics, right? And the Celtics have a long legacy of racism. Um, they, were, they were the last team in the NBA to start a black player, like all of this stuff. The Celtics point to a history that's no longer really viable. You don't think about, about Boston as an Irish city anymore, right? But it's still like that team is really important to people just because that's that's the team that you grew up with and it's weird that like you know we think about bill russell finally accepting the hall of fame ring and that he's the guy who's been one of the most vocal advocates for civil rights and justice and all that who played on a team where that's part of the heritage is a pretty ugly racial politics. Right. And, and just to keep on dunking on Boston, they were the last baseball team to <laughs> yeah. integrate too with Pumpsy Green, but they did change Yawkey way, mm -hmm. right? So Tom Yawkey sort of not yeah. f quite front and center in the same sort of way. Mm -hmm. So you can have a little bit of the history, but I don't feel like the whole rebrand yeah. would sort of work here. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what will happen on the 